You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. This episode of the Green Industry Podcast is brought to you by Jobber. Jobber is your business's command center. The easy-to-use app powers your sales, operations, and customer service all in one place. Go check them out at getjobber.com backslash im backslash green industry backslash to receive 20% off your first six months. This is the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. Join Paul as he chats with today's green industry experts and leaders about how to build a successful business and live a purposeful life. Here's your host, Paul James. What is up, everybody? Live from Michigan, joined with Blake Alberton. Finally. What's going on? B&B Lawn Care. Finally. Finally. How many texts, how many calls have we tried to get you on the show? We're literally staying at the same hotel. I said, Let's get this done. It just worked out, man. You just got off a plane from Miami? It's been a week, man. It almost feels like the GIE Expo where, like, there's just no sleep. Like, we're doing this late night because you got you to gotta get uh, connected with people when you can, man. There's no other... There's a, no other time we're all together. You know, we've we've tried for, for almost all year, man, months and months and months trying to uh, find a time to do a podcast, but... Yeah, not the ideal studio. We are in the... Uh <clears throat> nice hotel though i mean yeah. you're you're used to uh high high rolling down there oh, in south stop. beach <laughs> no dude it's perfect little echo but hey it will work so how was miami man oh it was awesome man i mean uh anything anytime you can go learn from somebody that's you know done what you want to do has jumped over the hurdles you're gonna you're gonna come across has uh dealt with the problems that that are gonna come your way or are possibly you're going through right now you know so uh, we got to speak with uh, some industry leaders in that in that aspect, and uh, it was super cool. Yeah, now we're here at Entrepreneur Academy Live. Brian Fullerton is doing a great job, him and Liz and the team putting on this event. Uh, really excited. It's literally, what, 11.24 p.m. We got to be in the lobby at 7 a.m. You're going to be opening up the conference with the uh, keynote speech. Are you, you excited or what? Yeah, very excited, man. I mean, it, it, you know, it's crazy because... It, you know, starting this, like literally when I started, dude, I put a GoPro on a fence and I was just trying to make my stripes look better than everybody else's. Like I just wanted to try to, you know, show off my work. And then now we're, we're here and we're all meeting up, which is part of the fun of social media, you know, like, you know, me and you meet up and, and we get to see each other a couple times a year and it just building that connection and sharing our issues and our problems and our successes, which is, which is huge. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of what I've been thinking about a lot going into tomorrow, you know, uh, kind of telling some of the hurdles I've jumped, some of the successes that I've had. Uh, I think, I think you can learn from both of those, you know what yeah. I mean? Speaking of success, I, I think I was one of your first followers on Instagram or pardon me, YouTube, you and Naylor both like had under a hundred subscribers because I was watching Greg Chisholm, Geek the Freak. Yep. And somehow you had cracked the algorithm because this is old school YouTube. Yeah. And uh, on the right hand side, it would have suggested videos, and it would say B and B Lawn Care is this little kid. I mean, you were young. Yeah. How yeah. old were you? Twelve. 
13, no, no, I, I can't. No, I don't think I was that young, but I, I know that it was before I had my license. So probably maybe 14, 15. But it, it was, I mean, dude, you mentioned like that, that aspect of YouTube. It was, dude, like nowadays there's so many channels, there's so many mowing footage. Like there was nothing because I was watching Greg Chisholm, I'd watch him for hours. And then you would pop up in the right hand corner, and Naylor Tally Fair was called the Lawn Care Rookie. And then Sean Spencer, who's going to be in, uh, hanging out here tomorrow night. But uh, so, so that's kind of how it started for you, right? Yep. yep. It started from nothing. Yeah, absolutely. And then the YouTube started to grow and grow and grow. What, well, where, where were you when you hit 1,000 subscribers? Was that like a, a yeah, first milestone? Yeah, I was milestone? actually, yeah, I think I was at a Royals game, like a, a baseball game. And like, dude, I, I went up to the bathroom. I'm like, oh, I, like, I made a little video. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Like, it's so crazy now, like, you know, you have people like Stan and Brian that it just took off. And, it, you know, it's a whole entity of its own. It's a whole monster, you know, that that has connected them with people all around the world, which is just, I mean, mind-blowing. Like, there's no other, there's never been a time where you could do that, you know, right from your your house, you know? Yeah, so at what point when you got started, Blake, did you start realizing, like, the light bulb went off, like, this is more than a hobby, as far as my business or no or with the so, with the YouTube and with the social media that's what that's what intrigues me <clears throat> yeah okay um well to step back a little bit the the thing that's crazy about what what happened to me and you mentioned you were like super early on like before 100 subscribers and I mentioned you know I was like 15 years old maybe mm-hmm. and I was pretty much a late bloomer we could, like we can call it that you know like especially mentally, like my confidence, my self-confidence, my self-worth, like the way I perceived myself, you know, so I, and I'm, I say I went through puberty on YouTube, like Mm -hmm. literally you could go back and watch my videos. Like it literally, I grew up from a boy to a man while posting videos on YouTube while growing my business. So like all three of those monsters, like myself, my company, and then social media kind of all grew with each other, you know, like, which was cool because they could all bounce off of each other, which of course I documented all that on my YouTube channel, the, the little bit of success that I was having, then all the problems and, Mm -hmm. you know, and then we kind of just like, I even asked people like as a community, like when I had a problem, I needed help, you know, we all helped each other out. And then now I see what people did to help me out and the people that kind of mentored me. And I just hope I can do that to somebody else. Yeah. Like a kid that was in my shoes. Yeah. It's totally changed now, but I mean, I'm just thinking of those, those early years, like 2013, 2014, when Greg was still posting and uh, Stan and Keith and you and, and Naylor. I mean, that was just like, those are the, go- those are the golden years, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really cool. And it's cool that everybody's still here and everybody's still here together and we're hanging out and we're all still friends. And Keith is, I think he's right down the hall and Stan, we're just down the lobby talking algorithms, <laughs> TikTok algorithms. Yep. And uh, so what, what's the vision now that it's kind of gotten, I mean, you've got your lawn care company in Kansas City. You yep. got a wife, Natalie, you got two kids coming within a month or so. Yep. What, what kind of excites you about the future now? What? Um, <clears throat> I definitely want to, so it's fun for me, and I think it's fun for for younger guys in business to go back and look through my videos to see me jump over those hurdles, right? So I kind of have that same thing going into having children where, of course, I don't want to, like, 
use them for like clout they say right? <laughs> you know which might happen but <laughs> hey with twins there's yeah. no excuse you need to step up but you know i people used to shoot home videos and they don't necessarily do that a lot anymore which is weird because they just take pictures on their phone and post it on instagram but i definitely want to document the like my children growing up and i think doing that through just like i said documenting vlogs of the first steps or mm -hmm. the crawling or the 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 red eyes from from staying up all night with them crying and you know all mm -hmm. those experiences because i truly believe this this winter i will be looking up videos on youtube about like oh what do you do when you're you're up all night with your kids and then there'll be that guy that's already done that that's mm -hmm. vlogged it that's like giving me tips and tricks and then Whenever I jump that hurdle, I'll be able to talk about that to hopefully help the person next in line. Absolutely. Well, coming up, we got to thank our sponsor real quick, Blake, and uh, I have an important question for you. It is now time for this week's Jobber Minute. What is the best way to organize my clients and contact info when starting my lawn care business? First off, congrats on starting your business and kudos for thinking of this stuff early on. We've heard from a few clients that it's a real pain if you start trying to organize client info later on when your business is growing and you have a mess of data to sort through. So starting early is key. One thing to think about about is that you'll want to keep track of more than just your client information. There can be a lot of details related to each job, plus quotes, invoices, and payments. A filing system or spreadsheet probably can't handle all that. Instead, look for a system that can organize all of this information in one place and a system that you can access from your phone, truck, or the office. We've built Jobber specifically for lawn care business owners to do all of that. And we've got a pricing plan that starts at just $29 a month that's designated for folks like you. If you would like to sign up for Jobber and actually get 20% off your first six months, check out my link at getjobber.com backslash IM backslash green industry backslash. And that link is in today's show's notes. All right, Blake. So I'm curious. I get asked a lot and I'm sure you get asked a lot. Everyone's like, well, everything's so crowded now on social media. You know, everything's just so it's too late and I shouldn't even start. What would you say to someone who's like, man, I, I'm starting with zero followers, zero nothing. Maybe I shouldn't even try. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny now, like, cause I think there's always a, a, a uh, a bigger horse, right? Like even me, like compared to, you know, like all these guys popped off and, and sometimes I'm even like, Oh, like I'm stuck here. And, and how do I get to the next thing? Like once you get to a new level, that's the new milestone. And you're always going to want more, like whether it's money, anything in life, like that's just human beings. We get, we get uh, complacent. We get used to things. And, uh, <clears throat> that was funny at dinner. This guy walks up to Blake. I'm standing there. He's like, so, uh, do you, do you do YouTube at all? <laughs> I'm sitting there <laughs> thinking this guy's, either really, you know, joking around or what's going on. And Blake was just really humble. He's like, yeah, I got a channel. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so to, so to answer your question, yes. you know, you have to ask what you want. So like, what's the reason you're starting this? You know, that's going to determine how, how you react to that question. Cause if it's to support your business, then it's never too late. Mm -hmm. Like let's go to the philosophy. And I use this in my podcast, which is funny. So like, when was the best time to plant a tree? Well, it was five years ago, but when's the second best time? Today. You know, same exact thing with YouTube. Like, that's literally YouTube. Like, the best time to do it was five years ago. Like, everybody knows that. Yeah. You know, that's when you would have showed up in all the suggested in lawn care. But, you know, it's too late. You don't want to be kicking yourself that you didn't start today, a year from now, two years from now, so on and so forth. 
if it's you want to just connect with other people uh, in your industry, you know, kind of like we're doing at this event, you know, that you, you don't have to be, you know, a, a million subscriber channel to connect with people in your industry, you know. So I wouldn't get discouraged by the numbers because, you know, it, you, I don't chase numbers. Like it can really, really mess you up mentally and, and, and actually sidetrack you from your goals uh, in my opinion. So I, I really don't pay attention too much to the numbers. I pay attention to my message, my impact, and, and kind of my mission of what I'm trying to accomplish. So how organized and structured are you with publishing posts? Do you have a plan? Like I'm going to publish this amount of Instagram posts, this amount of YouTube videos, this amount of stories, or is it all just spontaneous? Or how, how do you structure and plan what you're going to uh, the the content you're going to publish. Oh, Paul, you had to ask me that, my friend. You know, it's uh, we've had a crazy busy year. We've had a crazy busy last couple of years. Um, if if you guys have followed my life, you've seen that. Um, that's no excuse. Like, I'm not trying to excuse myself from that. I haven't done the best job because um, it is hard to grow your lawn care company and then, you know, try to stay on an exact strip, strict schedule. Um, my YouTube has kind of fallen away from a schedule, uh, which I, it's already been in my head. It's already, I'm, I'm trying to plan it out and, and do better job at it. Definitely for 2020. Um, it's, it's like a big priority for me. Uh, but as far as Instagram, I've been extremely diligent with, uh, posting every day around six o'clock. Um, at least one post a day, you know, I try to do two, but sometimes that's, that's difficult working all day and things like that. But um, TikTok now that we're uh, we're go. both on, yeah, it's more. I'm trying to figure out the flow. So like that that could you know you could start on TikTok like, and I'm trying to find out what's new, what's next because like you never know if Instagram shuts their doors tomorrow. You know what I mean? So um, TikTok, you got to start now, man, because it's like it's the hot new thing. You don't want it to be the next Facebook in a couple of years. And then you'll ask this exact same question of, well, is it too late to start? Well, let's try it today. You know, so TikTok, I'm trying to figure out the algorithm. I'm trying to figure out the best times, the best content to post. Like, do they want the information? Do they want the entertainment? Do they want the cool equipment? Like, you know, I don't, I don't know what it is, but. Uh, definitely the entertainment's huge on there. It's, it's yeah. very entertaining. Yeah, it's a fast moving a fast moving a platform like you have to really catch somebody's attention or or TikTok just doesn't show that video. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. So who do you do you do all this by trial and error? Do you have people that you, you kind of learn the algorithm? Do you have like, you know, mentors that are, you know, six o'clock PM on Instagram? I mean that's how did you figure that out from your well, your post or Yeah. So I mean, of course I'm always trying to learn from people. That's why events like this are like amazing because not only can you learn stuff if it's if it's your business problems if it's social media problems because now there's a lot of people here doing social media and so you know you've heard like I've heard from over the past couple of years like when is that like the most prime time that the most people are on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube just social media in general is it six o'clock on Sunday night mm -hmm. it's just a fact like yeah uh, you know, Thursday, the kids have practice, you know, a musical, things like that. Sunday, 6 o'clock, just 
everybody's home, everybody's relaxing, getting ready for the week. Um, Instagram's really good because it tells you where, yeah. like, when your followers are on. And so, six o'clock is my prime time, you know. And also, like, um, bef- you know, I, I always think about me. When do I have the free time? Because most of my followers run a lawn and landscape company. Well, I hop on my phone when I wake up. So a good time to post is before I go to work. You know, most people start 7, 7.30, 8. So I try to post around 7 o'clock. You know, that's when I eat my breakfast. That's when I'm on my phone. Uh, try not to check it. I try to stay away from my phone during work. It doesn't always happen. But, uh, you know, and then after work, you know, around 6 o'clock, you're winding down, eating dinner. Um, that's just what I found. That's what my audience, that's when they log on. And Instagram has great metrics to show you that. Yeah. Now your wife, Natalie, you, you met her after you already had your YouTube channel. Yep. So she's been, has she been supportive? Has she been, you know, has it ever been a conflict? Like put your phone down and spend time with me. Or has she always been like seeing the golden opportunity and, and encouraging you? Oh my gosh. She's, uh, I've never met. I, I mean, that's why I married her. I've never met somebody that's been on the same page. Like, dude, we're so aligned. We're so on the same page. Now, does that mean me watching TikTok videos that have nothing to do with improving my channel? Yeah, she doesn't like that. You know, like that—that that is like, a, all right, you watch way too much TikTok. Let's uh, let's go for a walk or something. But I, we're all addicted to social media. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, there was never there was never a complaint. There was never any of that. You know, she knows that it that it helps our business and it helps. You know, all of this came from me putting that GoPro on the fence, you know, and, and uh, she respects that. She she understands that. And I don't know if you know this, but she runs the Stripe Nation Instagram. Okay. So she can't complain about me because she does it too. There you go. She posts, uh, man, she's great. She posts like one, two, three times a day. That's awesome. You know, like, you know, it just depends on the day if she's busy or things, but it's going really well, man. She's she's probably gained that channel 1,500 uh, followers in the last couple months. Yeah. I love this opportunity to pick your brain, Blake, man. You're just, you're so smart. So YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, am I missing out on one? We'll throw LinkedIn there. What's your what's your pulse if you you know if you're you ranking? You could have thrown Snapchat in there. Yeah, Snapchat. You're not still doing Periscope, are you? I'm not. <laughs> okay. So, and I, I didn't mention Twitter. All right, give me give me your top five. Where's people's attention at right now? Because we don't have time. I mean, me and you, we don't have time. We can't post faithfully on all. You know, it's not like we have a team. It's just we're human right. beings. So yep. I'm being realistic. Where where's the people's attention the most right now? Out of all those major platforms, if you kind of Rank them in the top, like a football rankings, one through five. Yeah. Give me your top five of your your opinion. Yeah. Well, once again, we have to realize, and this would be for your audience if they want to get into social media. Once again, what are you getting in it for? Is mm-hmm. it to grow your lawn care business, your landscaping business? Or, I mean, it can go down the line, cleaning business. Is it to improve your business? Is it to, to be famous? Or is it to be connecting with other people, like-minded people in your industry and things like that? Uh, because like right now I would say is the biggest time where you can see the age differences on the platforms where TikTok, it's just younger. Like it just is, it'll bleed up like it always does. <laughs> Obviously I, 
I was so skeptical about it. I actually downloaded it as a joke because so many people <laughs> were talking about it. And I'm like, Natalie, I'm going to do it. Like, I just want to, yeah. and I'm on it. And then I got off. And, and you like, start learning all the songs, like all well, that, <laughs> but I got off of it and then it like drug me back and I went back on it. So of course, like kids change so much quicker than adults do, you know? And so they hopped on that app and then it will bleed up. And now you can, you can even see it kind of on like the for you page bleeding up where like now people in their thirties and forties, and then it'll just keep going up, up and up. Where like Facebook, it's been around for so long. It started with college students. Now every college wanted it. And then it just kept bleeding up, bleeding up. And now, I mean, you don't know one person young or old that doesn't have a Facebook, right? Um, so some, some young people actually don't even have. My brother's in college, and, and he's got clout on Instagram yeah. and, and whatnot. But he's like, my friends, we don't even use Facebook. Okay, so that's a great point. So like I said, younger people change. So now he might be focused on Instagram and he's probably focused on TikTok too, or he, he yeah, should Instagram, be. Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat feels like those college kids. Yep. Yep. And, and it, it'll go up and where college kids are on TikTok and they love that where I think Facebook's been around just for so long and you know, Instagram and TikTok are so fast moving and young people love fast pace. Like that's mm -hmm. the new world, man. And so, um, Facebook definitely, and that's what I was going to say. It's definitely an older, older crowd, but you know, that's our, that's our target market for our lawn care company. So my Facebook business page is solely focused on connecting with customers. Mm -hmm. That's the only job. It's not to grow followers, get likes. It's only to make announcements for my company to, to tell new services and things like that where, you know, Instagram is a totally different game. A lot of customers follow me on there, but it's definitely not to announce new services, talk about pricing and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so in my opinion, where's the attention at? Like I said, you're going to have to make that judgment of who the audience is and what the reason you'll, you'll be posting on there. But I think Facebook, I mean, obviously it's like, it's the huge, the biggest platform out there. It's huge. Um, Definitely Instagram, my baby. I love Instagram. Mm -hmm. uh, YouTube, I mean, it's the second largest search engine. Uh, TikTok, dude, I love TikTok. I think it's, I think it's gonna be the next thing. I th it is the thing. It's gonna be the thing, and it's incredible. Like, though it sometimes isn't as successful as I want it to be. It's, it's a good platform, and and you know they'll change their algorithms just like YouTube does all the time. It's just so young. I can't figure out their algorithms. I had put a video, 150,000 views. Put another video, it's like 100. Like, yep. it, it's like, and yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I, I don't understand it either. Like I said, the young crowd has it, and I'm just trying to learn it. Um, but I think it's, I mean, I, I unless they change something that people don't like, you know, so, YouTube did this a couple years ago. Uh they made so many crazy changes where they had such a good thing going. Like if it's not broken, don't fix it. Yeah. And they just kind of shot themselves in the foot and, and, you know, made a lot of creators upset, which they're the ones putting the content out there, you know, so you have to treat them good. Um, and you mentioned LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn for promoting your company is still huge because it's a more professional platform, which means, the, the 18-year-old girls 
that are on TikTok aren't going to get in the way mm-hmm. and take the attention away from your posts, mm-hmm. right? Like that's that's probably the biggest thing why I didn't get on TikTok was I post all about equipment. I post all about grass and landscape jobs and all that stuff. I just thought that nobody on there would want to watch that because, you know, they want to watch an 18-year-old girl dancing, you know? So, um, you watch uh, Charlie D- D'Amelio and Dixon, Dixie. They're on my news feed every single day. They're like 15-year-old girls. Their videos get 11 million, 12 million views. Oh, uh, I think so. Yeah, I mean, because TikTok, from my understanding, the way their algorithm works is if people watch it all the way through and it, it starts fresh again, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. that's a full view. Yeah. Which means somebody was engaged with it yeah. and wanted to watch it, which means like in their mindset that more people would want to see it. Yep. Um, and also just interactions with it. Like, uh, we kind of talked about your TikTok that went viral, you know, was, was hopefully a, a boy seeing a girl. And like, I, I keep bringing up the 18, 18 year old girl. Like that's, that's the most prominent thing on that app. Yeah. So, um, but like I was saying, LinkedIn, it's just so professional and there's not as many distractions as there are on all these other platforms. Um, I, I don't do a lot on there. I, I'm definitely want to do more. Um, but you know, it, it's just so professional that I hope they never change that. I don't think they will because that's their, their target market is the professional. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, th- this has just been, uh, beautiful to watch before my eyes, Brian Fullerton. That's the reason we're here. We're here for his event. Uh, you're speaking in the morning and, uh, I mean, he just popped up out of, it seemed like he just came out of the bush. Like, you know what I mean? Yep. And then he's exploded and, and there's, you know, going to be like 150 people tomorrow, um, at this event. And he's just everywhere. I mean, in a short amount of time, you know yes. what I mean? And so, uh, wh- what do you have? I mean, obviously he, he works so hard, but, um, I mean, I'm just, I'm just thinking like, he's an inspiration to me. You he know, like what me as he, well. he pumps me up. It's just yep. the iron and sharpening iron. Like, yes, it, it's so cool. But what, what would you have to say? I guess an appreciation or gratitude or just watching how it, social media changed him and his wife's world. Yes. Um, well, first off, I have never met somebody that has stayed true to their mission. Like Brian does like Brian and Liz, like they're, they're a very good team, uh, which is so incredibly important. Uh, especially when you've made the sacrifices they made by staying in that, you know, this is their words, that junkie apartment, you know, mm-hmm. uh, another year, mm-hmm. you know, so they could, they could work on their business, work on growing their finances, save the money. Um, and I've always said that about them. They are just the best at, at just putting their head down, putting in the work and, and just, you know, not even listening to the outside naysayers, you know, mm-hmm. he, he deals with a lot of hate just like all of us. Um, but yeah, man, they, they really put their head down nose to the grindstone and just make it happen. I mean, if you look at the content, it's all edited. Well, that takes hours and hours of work. I mean, I don't think people understand how much work that puts like he puts in and all of us, man, like this is a lot of work, you know, the editing, the tags, the title, the description, the learning, you know, 
we were talking this event, I mean, has taken months and months and months, you know, a, a ton of money, you know, like that's all a lot of hard work, a lot of time away from their business, their relationship, you know, their life together. And so, yeah, they, they are very hardworking people staying true to themselves, their mission. And, uh, yeah, I respect them. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate your time, Blake. And, uh, what I've learned from you, you know, tonight is to really understand your goal. W what's your purpose for social media? Yep. Once you establish that, then you can figure out what platform, because for some people, LinkedIn's the way to go. Yep. I mean, all, all of them are good, right? but for some people, you know, Facebook or Instagram. So I, I, I really appreciate you sharing that. And you've been an inspiration to me, man. Just literally, I told Naylor this and I'll, you know, I'll tell you this now, but it, it was weird because because I was watching Greg and you guys popped up, I'm like, I wanted more videos. I'm like, this is good stuff. There's like this community forming that's still, you know, we've been friends for years. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, you've inspired me, man, to, to be diligent and to, you know, have a reverence and a respect for social media. And it's, I mean, it's changing. I mean, you just went from Miami to Michigan. Are you going to get to go back home tomorrow? I do. Well, first off, I appreciate all the, those comments, man. That, that means a lot to me. Um, but yes, I get to go home. Leaving a pregnant woman <laughs> is very hard. There's a lot of emotions and man, we, we, you know, we try to post a lot on social media. I try to grow my business, but we're so simple people. We just like to be together. We like to be home and, uh, yeah, well, listen, Blake, I, I got to honor your time. You came in and you said 20 minutes, Paul, <laughs> and, uh, we've already been going for 30. It's, and uh, we need to uh, get you, you need to get some rest because you're, you're opening the conference tomorrow. Yes, sir. With your keynote speech. So let's thank our show's sponsor today. Uh, how can people connect with you? I mean, I'm sure everyone already knows, but for the one guy out there, because we met a guy out there tonight that didn't know. We, yeah, we did, man. That was funny. <laughs> how can they um, connect with you? It was funny because it's like he saw my face or something somewhere and like made He kind of knew. He's like, I think I've seen yeah. you do, maybe do YouTube or something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, at BB Care KC on Instagram. And if you're on TikTok, it's the same handle, B&B Lawn Care on YouTube. And uh, Paul, this was awesome, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you for your time, Mr. Blake. This Thank episode you. of the Green Industry Podcast was brought to you by Jobber. Jobber is your business's command center. The easy-to-use app powers your sales, operations, and customer service all in one place. Start a free trial or sign up today to receive 20% off your first six months. Find out more at getjobber.com backslash IM backslash green industry backslash. And that link is in today's show's notes. You love podcasts, the stories, the laughs, the unexpected turns. But when this episode ends, the silence starts. Not anymore. Audiobooks.com turns that silence into your next great adventure. With over 450,000 titles, from bestsellers to hidden gems, your love for listening just found its new best friend. And because you already know the joy of audio, we're giving you three free audiobooks to start your journey. Imagine your favorite podcast, now with unlimited episodes. That's audiobooks.com. Keep the story going. Sign up for your free trial at audiobooks.com slash podcast free today. Because for podcast lovers like you, the end of an episode is just the beginning. That's audiobooks.com slash podcast F-R-E-E.